Welcome to Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. I want to talk about this Simone Biles, you know, breaking records and and making gymnastics history again this weekend when she qualified as all, you know, best all around, but this vault that she landed. Crazy. First time in history. Your Chinko double pike. For the first time, it's a double. It's called a double pike, but it's actually like a triple backward somersault in the air before landing. They say so, nobody's ever attempted it in co- in competition because it is so, like you're just not going to be able to land it. So it's a thing, and it's something it's that gymnasts train for, but it's not been. Most done. of them do not choose it. Like you understand, from what I've under- understand and watched and read and watched videos this weekend, you know Simone, along with her coaches, they get to decide what they want to put in their programs, and yeah. she's very gutsy. She also she it just brings in a whole new conversation because part of you realizes watching her, mm. she's a cyborg. She is special, and there will be people who are great when she's come and gone, but maybe never to her level. She all, she changes the game. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean that other people can never achieve anything else in gymnastics, but she has that triple threat of magic and hard work and Positivity talent too. and all of that. Yeah, She is really special to the sport maybe more than we've ever seen and i read this interesting um opinion column this morning which you know you got to be careful of that but it makes a lot of really good points about how the international gymnastics federation is making a foolish decision based on her she's pushing Mm. boundaries in her sport Mm. a lot like michael phelps did in swimming and all of this well what happens is, based on her doing this, they gave her vault a start value, the measure of difficulty, only a 6.6 points. When the truth of it is that everybody else in the gymnastic world is like, if it's that was tougher just, than that. it's much tougher than yeah, that, or it would have right. been attempted yeah. before now. And and I'm thinking, yeah, that's true. So, you know, it's because okay. she did it first, it's a 6.6. Six. I don't so know why they did that. So now try to perfect so, it to get to a 10? Maybe. I, I mean, what... I think what they're saying here, and this is, look, it's, it's amazing to me how many different things she has faced. This is why what Jody is saying is so amazing about, <clears throat> amazing about her. She's been judged since the day that she started going to competition. Actually, she was being judged before all of that. Mm-hmm. She talked about body shaming years ago, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and she wanted other teens to hear that message because she was always very strong, she was very muscular, and she was teased by other boys in school for that, you know what I mean? And then she gets into you know, gymnastics, and... Um, the body's and like then, on display. She, you're right, and she, she said that she actually had coaches or others that were, they thought that she was too heavy. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. say, so it's, like, it's almost like every situation she put herself yeah. in, she was being criticized it makes you um, wonder if that makes her stronger if it, she's oh, kind of does, a go probably. against the grain person well and that's my point that's why there are a couple of articles that you know have been published in interviews that she's done that are that are very inspiring for that very mm-hmm. reason mm-hmm. because what she stays focused on is just you know what matters and, and you know to be the best she she has really learned to put you know all of the uh the naysayers and the, those that can judge from the sidelines but really don't know what they're talking about, you know, she puts that aside to focus on what matters the most. And I guess if you're going to be in a world where everybody's paying attention to you, you've got to be strong like that. Mentally. Yeah. Um, 
so they valued it at only like a 6.6. And most people in the the elite gymnastics world, like I can't speak intelligently about what that really means. But those people right. in that world are saying it's worth more than that. I don't know why they're doing that to her. Are they doing that to level the playing field? Well, that's not how it works. There is yeah. elite and then there's everybody else. I yeah. mean, that's why certain people, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't agree with it either. But I will say this. A couple of things about Simone Biles, too. She's really one of my favorite athletes to follow. And a couple of things to know. She doesn't talk a ton about when something is going on like that in the world of gymnastics, on the floor, with the competition. She doesn't talk a lot about that. She likes to let her performance speak for itself. Mm -hmm. But she did say, based on this, after Saturday, with the 6.6 degree of difficulty that she was given for that, I feel like now we just have to get what we get. There's no point in putting up a fight because they're going they're they're not going to reward the correct value, but that's okay. We're just going to take it and just be quiet. And that's where the article came from. It's like it's not okay. You know, it's you know, you did a double somersault dismount, a triple dismount, triple somersault dismount or something like that. And she what's funny is if you go back and watch it for one split second, she almost didn't land yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. what but they said no one's ever tried it because mm-hmm. it's so dangerous. Yeah. And I remember uh, this weekend before the competition they had the day before they were showing practice and it was it was all over twitter look what she did i know no one's ever done this and then the next day she did it in competition it's like well she did it again they knew she was doing it that she was practicing yeah. it so it was going to be a dun 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 moment and she's of course getting ready for the olympics in tokyo right um she is a once in a lifetime athlete and just because she raises the bar for everybody else it does I, you know it's still i agree with the opinion article that i read that it's she's still a cyborg it's you still reward her for what the the difficulty that she performed she she yes she has some sort of magic it's called talent and hard work like the combination of talent and hard work is a once in a lifetime thing and i mean for us too as a viewer as a fan you know she's incredible yeah there may not be anyone to ever come along and do what she can do and that's okay it doesn't diminish the rest of the sport for me I can watch other people and and feel happy for them to achieve certain things, you yeah, know. Right. So anyway, yeah, I mean, if, if the thing is, if you know, if thirty other people come along and can do that same thing, then you, I guess, you change the game of what's considered, you know, difficult. But nobody yeah. else has done that. You yeah. Know? yeah, that is probably the reason it was graded so low is because it's the first time it, w- it ever succeeded. So if Look at it this way: She did it. They get. What if they gave her a ten? The next person that comes along, or even her this summer, does it even better. Is that a ten plus? Yeah. So they have to like. I think what they have to do is knock it down a little, which is what they did. Probably too far. Too far. Like, it seems like everybody. You're the yeah. first person that did it. That's great. You set the standard. Now everybody's got to try and do I guess. better to get. It's just the they've 10. undervalued what she did. I, I think but, so too. They this, undervalued it. But this score is about not not performance. It's the difficulty. The difficulty of, the, of yeah, what yeah, she did. Not, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's uh, not about the performance. It's about the difficulty. Yeah. Exactly. So, so they basically put it a slightly above average difficulty by putting mm, it a six, yeah. and that doesn't make sense when it's the first time and if everybody's been afraid to try it right Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. it clearly it's more difficult than that have you ever seen the videos on youtube you can find them if you go back and you look at gymnastics years ago Mm -hmm. long time ago even black and white videos of gymnastics and how kind of light it was (laughs) compared to what it is now and that's what makes you think about the future how in the world 
are there going to be more records broken after somebody like Simone Biles? But you don't yeah. change the game based on it. Right. She but, achieved but, it. Good for her. Same She's with ice skating. Cyborg. You know, you got people who ice skating. Yeah. Do a jump. Oh, my God. And then it's like, oh, a triple and a triple, you know. And yeah. They're constantly advancing that, too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, you know, with gymnastics, there is really only one of those that comes along about every 10 years or so that is just stands out so far. When I was a little bit of kid, it was Nadia Komanichi. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I was in high school, it was Mary, Mary Lou, Lou Retton. Mary Lou 84. Right. Exactly. And, you know, and, and, you know the common theme, I, I realize that all these gymnasts are very, very strong, but the common theme, I think, for these three gymnasts is to me almost it's almost like super strength. You know, when you when you watch what they what they do on a regular basis, they're so precise and fast and clean and crisp. But That's it's why just, we're it's mind blowing, right? Exactly. You're and, watching something and, that seems superhero, right? And not everybody, not everybody. It doesn't mean that there can't be other perfect ten scores and those kinds of things. But you're right, Jody. There are yeah, there are those who just really they go beyond. They set the bar so high it would be very difficult for anybody to match it. But it does surprise me, and I never knew about that actually until I read that same article that you read this morning about how the, uh, you know, this organization determines a difficulty score, and I guess the judges determine that difficulty score. I, again, if we'd have had kids in gymnastics, maybe that's something we would understand I, yeah, better. Yeah, I can't speak the language. Right, but um, and it wouldn't have occurred to me because there was so much celebration of the fact that she did it this weekend. But you know, classifying it with a certain you know difficulty, I don't know how that impacts the rest of the scoring system, but it doesn't, for the layman like me, it doesn't seem right. right. Well, the word is that she doesn't like it. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, I I think what she's saying there, by by being quiet, it doesn't mean that she's accepting it. What it means is that she's just going to focus on the next thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, and she she actually, that to me is also a sign of great discipline and depth because she knows what she's accomplishing and what she's doing. And regardless of whether there's going to be you know, this other panel that decides how challenging this is or not, yeah. it's not going to deter her. She still loves what she does. She's still going to the Olympics. She's still going to, mm-hmm. you know, compete and do all of those things. And she doesn't give that kind of thing any space in her mind that puts right. her on a path that would oh, and that's, break her concentration. That. You see yeah. that in other athletes. You saw mm-hmm. it in Michael Phelps. There was, do you remember when we were all watching him try to break all those records and he did? And you're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I remember watching it anyway. So, for me, she is lightning in a bottle. She's once in a lifetime lightning in a bottle because she can do things that nobody else is doing. And she combines that with the hard work and the mental space and being lovable and having a Cinderella story. You know, her personal story is incredible, crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, she was adopted. You know that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and remember just, in gymnastics too, it's not just that vault that she did. Oh no, it's you know, she's got to do the beam. She's got to do the floor exercise. She's got to do the uneven bars. When I watch gymnastics, I, I'm in awe. You know, it it is incredible to watch. You're on the edge of your seat with them, as if because it's, it's your team. It's as if you're doing it. Yeah. I think about they have given up their lives for this because don't think they oh, don't yeah. spend twenty hours a day in a gym. Mm-hmm. And they have four years, and they don't eat dessert, and they don't party, <laughs> and they don't nap. Yeah. I mean, when I tell you, well, Michael Phelps partied a little. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's documented. <laughs> and then he ate some subways. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so, uh, producer Faith, you follow her too, I'm assuming. 
Yeah, I think she's an, an incredible, beautiful, amazing athlete. Yep. And Jody, when you were saying, you know, some of the things about Michael Phelps, it made me think of this quote that she said. She said, I'm not the next Usain Bolt or Michael Phelps. I'm the first Simone Biles. Yeah, yeah I love that. She just has that awesome attitude, yeah. you know. She knows it, baby. Her, and yeah. that's super inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.